Hey everybody, welcome to this edition of the Sam Goen Show. This is episode five. Um, and I'm really just going to go kind of off the cuff with this episode. I didn't really do any planning. I uh, didn't really do uh, anything to really prepare for this podcast. Uh, but I just wanted to get on here um, and kind of talk about something that happened with me uh, a couple weekends ago. Um, and, you know, I'm going to actually cover Proverbs 13 um, and uh, then just kind of tell you guys, you know, where I think, you know, the the men in America need to go from here um, with, you know, what's going on in the world right now. Um, so basically, I'll go ahead and dive into what happened to me a couple weekends ago. So um, it was, oh, shoot, I don't know. It was the beginning of June. Um, and Columbia, Tennessee, uh, was holding a pride festival. Um, it was the day after the Franklin pride festival and they said they were going to have a drag show. Uh, they were going to have kids there and they said it was family friendly. Um, and so I decided to go, um, it was on a Sunday, so I went to church, um, and then I, uh, headed off to, um, the, the, the festival was about 30 minutes away from me. Um, and, uh, I arrived there, uh, and just walk around. I, I actually went there with a friend, um, just to, you know, just walk around, see what was going on, um, and if needed, you know, protect the children from what was going on at the, the drag show. So, uh, long story short, I was there for about 10 minutes and, uh, there was another guy, another, uh, guy, Bo Diddle. Um, he was, he's a YouTuber. He was there covering the event, just, you know, interviewing people, sharing the gospel. Um, it's a public park, so, you know, you can do whatever you want in a public park. Um, the, the Pride Festival had a had a permit, but that doesn't give them jurisdiction over the park. It's not like they had, like, a rental agreement for a public park. It's just that, you know, they're, they're not going to get yanked out of there for a, by the police for a gathering. That's basically what a permit does. It just allows them use of the park. It doesn't allow them to, like, have jurisdiction over the park. So... You know, it's a public park paid for by the taxpayers of Columbia, Tennessee, uh, which my buddy is one of. Um, and so I just, you know, I just went there with him. And Bo Diddle was just there, you know, interviewing people. And he was getting kicked out by the police. Um, and so I am I go up to the police and I'm just, I, I, you know, I just plainly say, I said, you know, why are you kicking this man out of here? You know, it doesn't look like he's done anything wrong. Um, and they wouldn't tell me. Um, basically all I could observe was that the, uh, the organizer of the event, um, a soy boy in his own right, get one, got all mad, you know, got his panties in a wad and basically, you know, just told the cops to kick him out. Um, and so the, you know, these cops who just follow orders and don't, you know, do any thinking for themselves, um, you know, they follow the orders of this beta male. Um, and you know, these big burly dudes were kicking out. Bo Diddle. And so I stepped up and just said, you know, I, I had a pocket pocket constitution because they, um, you know, I carried, you know, I exercised my second amendment right in the park, uh, because, you know, <laughs> I'm a conservative going to a pride event. There's no telling what I'm going to say, um, to one of these people. And, you know, it, in a heart of love, and, and a heart of Christian love for these people, but, you know, they get upset about anything. And so, basically, I pull the, um, 
you know, they, they said you weren't allowed to carry in the park and all this stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm being terrible about the storytelling here. Um, but I pull the pocket constitution out of my back pocket and I start reading the first amendment to these two police officers. Um, and one of them looks at me and says, are you with him? Are you with Bo Diddle? Um, he didn't say with Bo Diddle. He just said, are you with him? And I said, no, but I, I didn't come here with him, but I stand with him. Um, and he said, well, you're kicked out too. So they just, you know, plainly kicked me out for reading the First Amendment. And I've got to tell you, it was a real black pill moment for me. And if you don't know, don't know what a black pill moment is, it's basically wherever you kind of get discouraged um, because of an event or, you know, something that's happened to you. So we're kicked out. We're all just standing on the street corner because apparently the street corner um, is public, but the park is private for the day, which doesn't make any sense. Um, and I'm just sitting, I'm just discouraged because I'm like, I just read the foundational part of the foundational document that this country was built upon that these police officers swore to protect and defend. And we, I seriously don't even know where you're supposed to go from there. My free speech, my rights were taken from me. You know, my free speech was taken from me and I wasn't apparently allowed to carry in the park, which I didn't, you know, talk to them about. Obviously I conceal carried and just didn't talk about it because I don't believe in telling police officers like that you actually have a gun on you. You know, if you get pulled over, there's always like some idiot that'll tell you, you need to tell the cops that you have a gun in your car. You don't need to tell them that you have a gun in your car. You're going to, that's your fifth amendment, right? That you don't have to tell them that you have a gun in your car, you know, because who knows, it could lead to some self-incrimination on a technicality. So it's just better off not tell, you're just better off not telling them. But anyways, long story short, I was super blackpilled and I walked away from that and you guys probably noticed I haven't posted a podcast in like literally two weeks. It's been tough. Like I, I had no idea what to do. So, um, honestly, in doing some, so doing some reflection, um, these past couple weeks, uh, it's, it's been made clear to me that we're at the point of no return. We're at the point of no return. There will. Don't get me wrong. I don't want this. No one wants this. But there will be a war in this country. There will be a civil war in this country. There's no turning back. Unless there's some kind of divine intervention and God, God saves us from this through some sort of revival I don't see anything good happening here in the next couple of years. And in doing some reading um, in Proverbs 13, I kind of got some answers um, as to, you know, how as a man in America, I need to proceed. Um, because, you know, I don't hold public office, um, however much I would like to, and I, I plan to in the next couple of years once I get established here. Um, and, and I highly encourage any Christian conservative male, um, you know, you have the time you need to run for office because there's some things happening in this. I mean, they are going after the children. They are trying to abort as many children as they can. They are, they are push, pushing the ideology of mutilating yourself in schools. Um, they're, they're brainwashing kids and 
you know, public schools and in colleges, um, they're, they're trying to take our tax dollars to pay for all the people who made the terrible decision to go to college and don't know how to pay their student loans back. They're giving all our money to Ukraine um, in a war that is a, is a, it's a civil war between the Rus Russians and the Ukrainians. It should be left at that. But now it's being turned into a, you know, World War Three situation because of, you know, the, the, the Russians versus the Ukrainians and the Chinese versus the, the Taiwan to versus Taiwan, they're going to turn that into, you know, basically what World War II was between, you know, the Axis powers and the allied powers, you know? So they're trying to turn that into World War III and pumping all this money in. And Lindsey Graham's like, this is the best decision we've ever made. You know, sending you guys, give me a break, dude. Like we're sending money over there. So that it, as basically, basically newspaper and gas on a fire like stop we do not as a 22 year old male i will not go to war for you okay so there's all these different things going on and it's like what are we supposed to do and i got some guidance in romans 13 or not romans 13 <laughs> there are there is some good gui guidance in romans 13 i will say um and you know those um Christians that don't want to have anything to do with government or politics will tell you otherwise. But um, I got some guidance in Proverbs 13, and I'm just going to read it here for you because I think it's valuable for any any man in America that you know wants to protect his family, wants to protect his you know his children and his wife, wants to protect his community, um, you know just just wants to be a protector and and exercise you know and not exercise but <laughs> fulfill that responsibility. So I'm just going to read here. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. From the fruit of his mouth, a man eats what is good, but the desire of the treacherous is for violence. Whoever guards his mouth preserves his life. He who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. The soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing. The soul of the diligent is richly supplied. The righteous hates falsehood, but the wicked brings shame and disgrace. Righteousness guards him whose way is blameless, but sin overthrows the wicked. One pretends to be rich, yet has nothing. Another pretends to be poor, yet has great wealth. The ransom of a man's life is his wealth, but a poor man hears no threat. The light of the righteous rejoices, but the lamp of the wicked will be put out. By insolence comes nothing but strife, but with those who take advice is wisdom. Wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Whoever despises the word brings destruction on himself, but he who reveres the commandment will be rewarded. The teaching of the wise is a fountain of life that one may turn away from the snares of death. Good sense wins favor, but the way of the treacherous is their ruin. Every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool flaunts his folly. A wicked messenger, messenger gosh, sorry, a wicked messenger falls into trouble, but a faithful envoy brings healing. Poverty and disgrace come to him who ignores instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is honored. 
A desire fulfilled is sweet to the soul, but to turn away from evil is an abomination to fools. Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. Disaster pursues sinners, but the righteous are rewarded with good. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. The fallow ground of the poor would yield much food, but is swept away through injustice. Whoever spares the rod hates his son, and but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. The righteous has enough to satisfy his appetite, but the belly of the wicked suffers want. I gotta tell you, that passage is gold. Ladies and gentlemen, that's, that passage is absolute gold. I mean, for one, and I'll, I'll start, at the, start at the end and kind of go back to the beginning because uh, I'm reading here on my computer. Um, but where it talks about how, um, how whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. You know, if we love our children, and one day I hope to be a father, but, you know, if we love our children they and, and we discipline them, they will grow up to be good citizens and will have a better world, um, you know, and they will grow up to love Christ. They will grow up to love their country. They will grow up to love their countrymen. And this th- this world would be a much better place if we love our children enough to discipline them. Um, I also see another thing here. Um, a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. I know this is not wholly talking about, you know, earthly wealth here. But I will say that it is important to, you know, I don't view money as something, I don't view money highly. I view it as something, I view it as a tool that can protect my family. I view it as a tool that can, you know, provide freedom and, you know, freedom to use our skills to better our community and better our country and to build his kingdom rather than just, you know, to go buy fancy cars and, you know, suits and all this garbage. No, I don't view it as that. I view it as a tool to make our world a better place. And I think as men, we need to we need to build businesses. We need to, you know, invest. We need to build something to leave for our children. And, you know, that's something that I'm really going to be focusing on, you know, that that's where I'm devoting most of my time, honestly. Um, and that's another reason that I haven't made this, made a podcast in the past couple weeks. And I'll kind of get to that here in just a second. And I, w- I want to talk to you guys about that um, because I feel a pull to cover some um, wealth building topics and just some topics to, you know, make you be able to be free enough to fight for this country to fight for your family to fight because honestly I think that's the one thing that's holding many men back is that they feel tied to their nine to five they feel tied to their desk I mean heck 75 I think it's 70 75 percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck if you're living paycheck to paycheck you can't you you feel like your back's against the wall and it and 70 percent of Americans hate their job so that same percentage of Americans hates their job and has their back against the wall because they're living paycheck to paycheck. Men who are in that position, they they are short they are short sighted. They 
they can't see anything else. All they can see is what's right in front of them. They go nine, They go to work nine to five. They come home. They crash. They can't even interact with their wife. They can't interact with their kids. They don't do anything other than work, 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 and pr- provide for their family so that they can take one vacation a year and yada, yada, yada. That is not a life. And that is not, that is why we're screwed because most of you guys are content with going to work. And I get it. You know, if you guys love it, great. But if you don't and you want to, you feel a pull, you feel convicted to make a change, do it guys. And I want to be able to show you guys how to do that. And I think that that's, that's something I'm really going to cover here on the podcast a lot more because I think that's the biggest issue holding us back is a lot of men just feel like they have their back against the wall and they can't go run for school board. They can't go run for county council. They can't go run for mayor. They can't go run for governor. They can't go run for president. They can't go do all these things because they don't have time. They don't have anything, you know, any time on their side. And they don't, you know, networking is one of the biggest things that you can do to build your wealth. And you don't network because you don't have time outside of work. And so I want to be able to cover some topics there, you know, on, you know, a good man leaving an inheritance to his children's children. That is so important. Um, And, you know, poverty and disgrace also come to him who ignores instruction, but whoever heeds reproof is honored. I want to, I want to provide some reproof, you know, and I'm not, I'm sure that I'm not the only one that is providing this. You know, if you feel a call fight for this country and have some freedom to be able to do so, you're probably already hearing that and you just don't know what to do. And and I really want to provide some of that for you guys. Um, every prudent man acts with knowledge, but a fool flaunts his folly. I want to be able to provide some knowledge to you guys. Um, and I want you guys to, you know, instead of listening to some music that destroys your brain, Instead of just sitting down watching Netflix, go read a book, listen to a podcast. I mean, you guys are listening to this podcast, so I'm sure that you guys listen to podcasts at least. Um, go read a book, listen to a podcast. Heck, get an Audible free trial and listen to a couple books. I mean, I finished two books in two days, guys. There's no excuse nowadays um, to not pursue some knowledge. Um, heck, and read your Bible. That's the most important thing. And there's no excuse not to read your Bible either. Like, you can listen to it, too, on audio. Now, I know for some people it doesn't always stick, but make time. Like, that connection to God is invaluable, and it's inter- it's eternal. And we know that from the scriptures, that it's eternal. It's the most important thing that you can do. And most of you guys aren't doing it every day. Like, and we see it in the world. That's why we see it in the world. It, it, the world is a result of of the actions that humans take and right now we're going to hell like this world is going to hell just like trump always says this world is going to hell this country's going to hell yeah it really is it is um and you know i'm gonna read verse 13 whoever despises the word brings destruction on himself but he who reveres the commandment will be rewarded. That's a hard one. Because I'm going to read that again for you. Okay? And then I'm just going to pause. 
and then I'm going to talk about it. Whoever despises the word brings destruction on himself, but he who reveres the commandment will be rewarded. You got to read the word. You've got to be in the word. This is just reiterating that. You've got to be in the word and you've got to be in a church and you've got to be in a community that supports you being in the word and preaches the word and disciples with help of the word, with, with, with the assistance of the word by the book. Not by some theories that, you know, the word, I'm hearing theories all the time about how certain words weren't introduced into the Bible until like the 40s. Like there's some people out there saying that the word homosexuality wasn't, wasn't included in the Bible until the 40s. Like it totally was. And even if it wasn't, look at Genesis 1 through 5. Like look at what happened in the garden. God created man, male and female. God created woman for man, and that was the way it was designed to be. And also, and I'm not, I'm, I hate just focusing on the homosexuality thing because it's, it's abominable, but we also have other issues, and this is one of the big issues, and I really have got to speak to this, and this is, this is why I'm talking about building up an inheritance and being a man of action There are so, the feminization of the church is awful, guys. It's because men haven't been stepping up and leading in their families, first and foremost, and in the church. We're we're seeing that, you know, now now there's, there's an ideology that says that men are not the only protectors and providers and spiritual leaders in the home. They, the women can definitely do that. But it's not their gift. It is the gift of the men to protect, to protect their family, to provide for their family, and to preside over the spiritual welfare of their family. And we see that in Genesis. And I don't care what you, what you interpret in Ephesians 5 as, you know, submitting to your husband and submitting to, you know, I don't care what you interpret there. Okay, you can interpret all you want. It says that the wife is to submit to the husband. It also says in scripture that the the wife is to submit her body to the husband and the and the husband her his body to the wife. So there is it does go two ways, but we have different jobs. Okay? And I'm going to speak from experience here. You know, my wife got was has been under the weather for a couple weeks too. That's another reason I haven't made a podcast. Um, and it has been incumbent upon me to be the caretaker and the nurturer here in the, in the home, you know, and we don't have kids, but you know, it's still, it's still tough. Cause I've been making the meals. I've been doing the dishes. I've been doing the cleaning. I've been doing everything around here just to make sure that she can get better. That's my job as a man, but it's not, it's my job as a man to fill in. It's not my job over. It's not my gift. Like I am not gifted in those areas. I'm gifted to go out and, you know, identify real estate deals and do and, and provide for my family and ensure that I've been in the word and that my wife's been in the word and that we pray together and that, you know, if somebody comes knocking on the door with a machine gun that I blow them back out of here. Like those are my gifts, okay? 
and it's been tough. Those are my gifts. Now, the gifts for a woman are different. They just are. Like, can a woman go out there and build a business and make a name for herself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but it's not her gift because men are very consistent in their in their hormones and our, you know, and just our, our brains are, you know, we can, we can work 10, 12 hours a day and not even sweat it. And women need breaks. And I'm, that's all I'm going to say there. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not trying to be offensive to women. I don't hate women. I love my wife. I love my mom. I love my mother-in-law. I'm not sitting here putting women down. I'm just saying that we have different roles. We're separate but equal. Okay? And men have more responsibility. It just it, it's just true, guys. We are responsible. Ephesians 5 even says that men are to prov- to present their wives as spotless before the Lord. Okay? That's our responsibility. So even if you want to go out here and say that it's not a man's job to lead, it's not a man it is literally our responsibility, and if you are trying to co-opt that, I think it's sinful, okay? Because you're getting in the man's way. Let us do our thing, and we'll let you do your thing. And honestly, it's it's beautiful whenever that happens, guys. It's beautiful. It's amazing. It's a well-oiled machine whenever we just work together and use our gifts. You know, there's less stress, okay? <laughs> So let's just, let's keep going here. Okay, so one more verse here I'm going to read. By insolence comes nothing but strife, but with those who take advice is wisdom. Okay, you got to take advice from those that are older than you, from those that have had experience in the areas that you are gifted um, you, you've just got to take advice and you've got to take advice from the Lord too. You know, you know, the Lord is going to speak to you through people, through experiences, through, through, you know, when you pray to him and you guys have a dialogue going, like he's going to speak to you and you've got to, you've got to have an ear to listen. God gave you one mouth and two ears. He did that for a reason. So, one of the big things in my life right now is I want to just jump in and run for office and just, you know, go ham on these leftists, but I can't do that right now. And saying I can't is not a limiting thing right now. Okay. Saying I can't is saying that my time is not yet. Okay. And I know that, but there's a lot of you guys out there that are, you know, you're either not taking action or you're too jumpy (laughs) and, I've been guilty of being way too jumpy, and I know now that I need to focus on building a business and and providing for my family so that I can go and I can fight these people and win, okay? Like like Edna says, go, fight, win. <laughs> I want to go win. I don't want to just go and crap out after two years like, um, oh, what's his name, Madison Cawthorn. Um, you know, I want to be, I want to be solid in the word. I want to be solid with my family. I want to be... I want to be solid with my church. I want to be solid in my community. And then I want to go run for office and beat these people. Okay? We've got to have, you know, you've got to have perspective in life. 
Um, and, and that's one of the perspectives that I've got right now is that my main focus needs to be in real estate and 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 building my real estate business um, so that I can really jump in and you know fight these people full time. So that's that is the biggest thing right now that that's going on for me. And I hope that you know you'll take a lesson from this. I know that this podcast was a little, a little all over the place. Um, but, and I know that it was kind of blackpilling too at the beginning. Um, I don't want it to be all that way. I want you guys to have hope. We know who wins in the end. We know who, you know, in revelation, we know that God wins. We know that his judgments are righteous and that they will come and that he promised that they will come. And I have, I, I have no trouble believing and having faith that that he will win and that he will prevail and that he will soon, he is soon coming. And we've got to have faith in that. But as I'm just really speaking to the men here, we've got to take action because our inaction over the years has led to what is going on. Okay. And to the women, I say this in the most kind hearted way possible. And I don't even know how to say it other than stay out of our way and support us. We need you to support us. We need you to support us as leaders. We need you to support us, um, you know, as protectors. We just need your support. And we'll support you in the same way. But stay out of our way. And I'm not ashamed to say that because... I know how amazing it is whenever the roles are how they are to be written out in the Bible. So uh, anyways, guys, I think I'm going to stop there. I know that this has kind of been all over the place, like I said, but um, I really hope to be able to share some you know, content with you guys um, as far as real estate goes here in the future. Um, of course, I'll still cover politics, of course. Um I'm going to, of course, cover, you know, business and the church. Um, but, you know, I just needed, I felt like I needed to share these things. Um, and as we go forward, don't be surprised if you see more stuff about, uh, you know, real estate and business in general. So um, I really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, this has been the Sam Going Show. I'm not going to do any plugs or ads because I don't need to. Um, but anyways, guys, I hope you guys have a great week and great weekend. Um, happy father's day to all the fathers out there. Um, keep killing it, keep crushing it, keep leading your families. Uh, and I look forward to seeing you guys in the next one. See ya. Peace.